0: How much do you know about Luxembourg if you're like us this place was a mystery until we saw it for ourselves
1: you're listening to travel FOMO a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust
0: I'm Jamin Houghton and you're listening to travel FOMO I'm here with my friend and fellow explorer also my wife Hillary
1: me. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and today we are in Luxembourg, Luxembourg City. Um, I feel like this place, maybe more than any other, is ingrained in my mind on when we arrive to the city. Yeah. I feel like Edinburgh, we got off the train and we walked out of the train station and we're just blown away by the city. And I feel like... Luxembourg was a lot like that in that we were on the train and we'd been on the train for a while. It was kind of a long train ride out through the country and the countryside was beautiful. Like it was, it was kind of amazing, but we were tired. We'd just come from Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. So if you missed that episode, you're going to want to go back and, and catch that. But we just come from Amsterdam where we had put in like 22 miles on our feet in one day. And so we were kind of tired. And we only had one night in Luxembourg. And I remember being on the train and thinking, man, this is going to be, this is going to be kind of tough. Maybe we can just like grab some dinner tonight and then see some of the city tomorrow before we have to get on the train and leave. But I'm just really tired. Yeah. And we rounded this corner and kind of came into the city. And from the train, you could see the city for the first time. And instantly I had energy. Mm -hmm. and instantly I was like I can't wait to go see this how quickly can we get our bags dropped off in the hotel so that we can go see this city yeah it was incredible it's this city that is built as there's kind of two parts with this huge like river gorge in between them that is now this massive park with these unbelievable trees views everywhere just incredible, blew my mind instantly.
1: Yeah, you were always so good at, um, you know, relaxing on the train. And I was always, always had my like my head in the laptop or something, but like you, I'll never forget when you were like Hillary, look, and mm. the train tracks were like kind of up above the city. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you kind of have this view down at this incredible city. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah
0: yeah yeah it it was amazing, yeah so I mean, most people probably don't know much about Luxembourg. I really hadn't heard anything about it before we started planning this trip. So tell people a little bit about Luxembourg.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So it is, um, Luxembourg city is where we went. It mm-hmm. is the capital of the country of Luxembourg and it is one of the smallest countries in Europe. It's a thousand square miles. Um, it's to put that into perspective. Um, it's smaller than Rhode Island, yeah, which is like kind of crazy. Um it's got like you said amazing views. It's positioned on cliffs. Um like you said there's an upper and lower parts of the city. The the lower part is the old part of the city and then the upper is um the newer places. Um I would say like from a it's kind of got a personality of being luxurious and yes. well manicured. Mm-hmm. Um we saw a lot of business people walking to work and stuff. Um so it felt very um, I wouldn't say corporate, but it felt very, um, well, like the people were as manicured as the, yeah, <laughs> the view of the city was. It's very
0: was. like polished and posh.
1: Yes, yeah, very polished. Yeah. Um, and there was a little bit more of a city vibe than I expected. Um, I didn't think of it so much as a city city. And then whenever we got off the train, I was like, oh, like it's like a city. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got the highest GPD in the world which I think most people probably know it GDP, for that. Yeah. What did I say? GPD. GPD? GDP. GDP. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's very clean. Um, and there was actually a lot of construction that we dealt with. Um yeah. And right outside our window, too. Mm, <laughs> yes. <laughs> of, our, <laughs> um, of our tiny little um, hotel, which, oh, my gosh, that hotel. Do you remember the elevator?
0: Oh, I hated the So... I don't like elevators anyway. Yeah. I'm not a big elevator fan. And this one was so small. Like it and we are like we're used to being in close proximity to each other. Like we currently live in a trailer together. <laughs> exactly. We went all through Europe like sitting right next to each other on trains. So but it was uncomfortable to be on that elevator together. I yeah. feel like it was like big enough for like one and a half people.
1: It was like, like when we were wearing our backpacks, it was like all we could do to sandwich ourselves in there. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, it was like, I think it ended up being the smallest elevator and we, we, we were on a lot of different elevators. Yes. Everything you can imagine. Elevators without doors, like all kinds of stuff. And like, (laughs) this was an instance where it was like, oh my gosh, like this is the smallest elevator that we Saw, I believe. Yeah, that we were I feel in.
0: like the elevator in Athens creeped me out more because there wasn't like doors, and you just watch like the walls of like yeah. the the thing go by, and that freaked you me just out reach more. Reach on touch like <laughs> yeah. second floor. But this was uh this was definitely the smallest. Yeah, I so, was not a fan, and it was like we were on like the sixth floor or something, so. It wasn't like, well, I'll just pop up the stairs. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. It was like a a necessary evil.
1: Yeah. So what would you say was your favorite part of being in Luxembourg?
0: Um, For me, just walking the city. Mm -hmm. Um, Like around that park between the old and new city, like there's just such dramatic views. It's all so old and well-preserved and just so picturesque. And I felt like on every like you'd walk like a 100 yards and there would be another viewpoint that we would be like, oh, we got to stop here and take pictures. And you're like, it's not coming through like it's not doing it justice. But we stopped all the time to take pictures. And and I feel like some places you go like your view is always of the same thing and it might be a different view of that thing. Like when we went to Zermatt, like you're seeing the Matterhorn, you're always looking at the Matterhorn from different places and yeah. that's cool. But this was a different view of a different thing. And you're like, how did I go so little distance and yet I'm seeing something new and, and completely different and equally beautiful just just, right here
1: yeah that's yeah great point i mean it was beautiful there was so much depth to it that yes. like blew my mind like yeah, yeah just the layers and layers and layers of beauty was like crazy
0: right and we we tried to show it a little in the in our youtube video if you want to go check that out you'll kind of see sort of what we're talking about mm-hmm. but i feel like it it doesn't even really do it justice as far as like what actually being there was like but we tried to, tried to capture a little of it, but yeah. you're right. Like the depth was just incredible.
1: Yeah. I would love to live there because we could run mm. that park. Yes. Yeah. And the gorge like all the time. And yeah. it, it's just, it just felt like miles and miles of really cool like trails and stuff. Um, but there was something we did not get to do. And this probably mm-hmm. would have been your favorite thing if we had yeah. done it want to tell everybody about that is <laughs> <It's> covid.
0: <but laughs> yeah. So the uh the casements there in uh in Luxembourg are a, a series of tunnels and they were they were closed due to covid um Luxembourg because it was such a small country and um was very slow to open up. In fact, it was it was the country that I think we were most worried about like we might have to skip Luxembourg because of COVID restrictions. Oh, that's right. Um, but it, it had just, just opened up to travelers before, before we went and, um, it, the casemates are this series of tunnels. And so it was closed for, for COVID understandably, because you'd have to be in a, in a confined space with other people. But, It's a series of tunnels that I think it's like 20 some miles long. No, I'm sorry. I think it's, it's 20 some kilometers long and maybe like 17 miles or something like that. But it's this series of tunnels that was built in the 1600s. I think in 1644 is when it was first created. And it has been used as at various points for the people of the city to seek shelter, basically. And. Uh, even up to World War II, people took shelter in there. I think there were like 30,000 people that sheltered that's in there during so World War II. Crazy. Yeah, that's insane. And they're built all into the side of these cliffs, so which is now part of this park. And so it's this system of tunnels where doors come out repeatedly. And you could see where all the doors were and, and all the places. And ordinarily, you can go in and tour them. I don't know if they're... I'm, I'm sure, they're probably back open now, and so we just have to go go back to Luxembourg so <laughs> right. we can see them. But I was really intrigued by that—something from the 1600s that that hasn't changed, and so many people have have gone through at so many significant times. And you know, stuff has been taken in there to protect it and protect people, and just this system of of caves and tunnels was just really, really intriguing to me, and so much more so. When we couldn't actually go in, <laughs> <laughs> like every gate was locked. In fact, do you remember we were walking around and there were two like guys from the city that were coming out of one of the tunnels? They'd been yes. like doing maintenance in there. And I was like, hey, any chance that like the door maybe could be left open for just a couple of <laughs> minutes? <laughs> like, Let me go in. And they were, they nicely told me no but um yeah i was really bummed tonight i was glad you asked
1: though because i was like secretly like just in case they would just let us peek inside
0: or something (laughs) right yeah just let us see a little bit and there were a few like holes where you could like see and i would like try to stick the camera in there and see as much (laughs) as i could that way but um Yeah, Yeah. it didn't work out. But really cool, really cool thing about Luxembourg City.
1: So now Luxembourg remains mysterious. Yeah. In some ways because we still didn't get to do that.
0: Right. We have to go back and uncover yet another Luxembourg mystery.
1: Yeah. I mean, that I have to say the part about them putting 30,000 people in there during World War II to live. Right. Blows my mind. Mm hmm. I just at, well one I think it's really wise it's just incredibly resourceful way to save your country you yeah, know yeah. and to take care of your people mm-hmm. and I don't feel like there's as much of that that might would go on in America, it'd kind of be like, well, I don't know that might not be safe or I don't know. And it's like, okay, we're all about to die. <laughs> yeah. Just put us in the cave, so, so we can be okay. Um, and I just love that they did that. Um, but can you imagine what that would be like to live no, down there?
0: No, I can't, I can't imagine being down in the dark like that with, with a bunch of people. And, and when you think about how small the country is and like how significant a number like 30,000 would be, yeah. Like, that's a lot of the, like, that's a lot of the country itself. Right. Down in there, and, like, that had to be.
1: You're not seeing daylight probably that much. Yeah. And although there were holes, you know, where the daylight would come in, I just, I think that would be really scary. You know, actually, the more I think about it, 30,000 people is a lot, so it's not like you've got a lot of, like, creepy, quiet corners going on. It's probably, no. like, you're packed in you're there, so it's probably not like that. There probably the creepiest part is that like you could all pass sickness yeah. along so easily and you can get sick and
0: yeah. Well, and not knowing, not knowing when you're going to get to come out Oh yeah, and you know, just being in there for this undefined amount depressing. of time, like what just had to be terrifying when you've left everything to go be inside a cave.
1: Is there something you know about that revolutionizes the way you travel? Can it solve problems and help people around the roadblocks on their adventures? Is it just plain cool? If you have a product like that, we would love to tell people about it. Get in contact with us, and maybe next time, we'll be talking about your product right now. Okay, so let's up it to uh, food. We love talking about food. (laughs) Let's talk about how Luxembourg has its own cultural foods. Um, This we kind of had to do a little bit of research on and because it wasn't as well known to us. Um, But we hit up a couple different places, not a ton. Um, I did love that little Bohemian bar that we went into. Yeah,
0: that was a cool place.
1: It was really, I think it was called Conrad conrad with a k and um it we just had like a relaxing little afternoon drink there but i really liked its vibes and then i think it had like this underground part to it too Mm -hmm. and anyway i just thought that was like a cool little vibey place and then um we had the, the one that really sticks out the most is, we did a little bakery and stuff like that, but the thing that sticks out the most to me was dinner at La Café Francais. Yeah. Because they do a lot of kind of, it's kind of a mix of French foods, right? A little bit? Yes.
0: Yeah, so they had like, it was technically a French restaurant, but it had traditional Luxembourgish dishes on the menu. Yes. And, and that's, so that's what we were we looking chose for. It. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and. It wasn't as easy to find as we thought either.
0: No, no. It, there was like,
1: like Pizza Hut and all kinds of stuff.
0: But. <laughs> right. Yeah. But traditional Luxembourgish food is more difficult to find. So you kind of have to hunt for it when you're there. But yeah. But this place had it.
1: And you had pork and beans, which is like traditional. Mm-hmm. One of their traditional meals. And it was so good. Like
0: yeah, phenomenal.
1: I wanted it. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like you out ordered me again. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that pork and beans could be that good. Like I feel like I've looked at something like that a lot of times in my life and been like, no, I'll pass.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, even this, I kind of had to like twist your arm to get you to try it.
1: Yeah, that's right. And
0: you were like, no, I'm gonna like, no. Nah, yeah. nah. And I was like, no, really, like this is amazing. You need to try this. Yeah. And we ended up like you wanted to switch, mm-hmm. switch dishes.
1: Yeah. I had cheesy potatoes, which doesn't really sound like, I mean, literally it was just potatoes with cheese on top, <laughs> but it was like their like traditional way of doing it. Mm. Like, um, what do you call it? A, a gratin? Groton, yeah groton mm-hmm. um, where it's all like sliced up and then, um, baked and stuff with cheese on top. And it was good. It was fine, but it was nothing like the pork and beans. Yeah. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, which I I guess you can kind of understand when you look at like when you look at dishes like that, that you're like pretty simple. So maybe that's why there's not a lot of restaurants out there being like, hey, we'll do mm, sure. traditional Luxembourgish dishes. But these were amazing. Yeah. Really, really good.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Um, don't sleep
0: on the pork and beans.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's also royalty in Luxembourg, which I did not know. Um, you would probably be a better person though, to tell everybody about
0: that. Yes. So Luxembourg is a grand duchy, so it is ruled by a Duke and there's still like there, there's a palace there Mm -hmm. and, um, that's where the Royal family lives. Like it's unlike a lot of other palaces because it was like connected to other buildings you're just like and, a, a
1: building on the street. <laughs>
0: right. And it was like, it was definitely a palace. It was definitely a building that you see and you're like, wow, what's that? Yeah. But it wasn't like this like awful by itself guarded kind of thing, which, which was kind of cool. and Yeah. And, and rare. Yeah. Like super rare and uh, just interesting that you can be in that close of proximity to it, um, to a, a person who is basically, you know, um, a, a, A king but as a as a duke um yeah i i really thought that that was really cool that it's there in the middle of the city and shares walls with like bars and restaurants and it's like that's where the palace that's where that's where the duke lives
1: exactly but it was a pretty short and sweet trip like that's i mean that's kind of a wrap like we didn't get to do much
0: yeah we stayed only one night we did um tour the cathedral yeah, that's there right. in the city, uh, which was really beautiful, a lot of stained glass, and they actually let you go down the crypt there, which was kind of cool. Um, I really like visiting the crypts in the, a lot of the cathedrals <laughs> that do love the crypts. that are in. Um, I always wanted to find a cathedral and like sneak into a crypt where it wasn't like open to the public.
1: Remember when we tried that? Where were we when we tried
0: that? Uh, where was were it
1: we? Um, in Lyon?
0: We like snuck
1: down into a crypt and there was like the lights on and everything. We didn't really think we were sneaking down there, but we weren't quite sure if anybody else was down there. And they were like doing something. They were having some kind of group down there or something. And the guy like told you like, no. Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah. I do
0: remember that now. Yeah, we got kicked out. It was the one time that we
1: like really like, we're like, we're just going to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And there were people down there, but. Uh, this one was open to tour. Um, it's where all uh, the royal family is buried down in there. And so like it was really cool to see. But yeah, it was like Luxembourg was expensive. True. Which is right. why we stayed in like a really small hotel and only stayed one night. Yeah. Um, but was definitely worth seeing. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Well, that's kind of a wrap. What's up next? Where are we going to next? Jamin?
0: Uh, next up, we are headed to Strasbourg.
1: That's right.
0: Which was a really cool place. Like it's right on the border of France and Germany. Yeah. Um, there's a section of the city that we actually got to stay in called La Petite France, which is out of a storybook.
1: Crazy. (laughs) It's so cool.
0: Yeah. And we loved it there. Like it was really cool. You'll want to make sure that you're subscribed yeah. From wherever you watch and listen to, uh, to make sure that you're with us when we when we go to Strasbourg.
1: Well, and while we were there, it's part of the Alsace Alsace re- region. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alsace region, and I found out that like my mom's side of the family is from there, yeah, from that region, and so it became even more special. And as soon as I arrived, I knew. This is a place I would love to take my mom. Yeah. And then I was telling her about it and she was like, we actually have family, like our family comes from Lorraine, um, which is not far away at all. Mm-hmm. And the whole Alsace region is, it's, it's a cool region. I just like it. And they have all these, um, mythical stories about like storks and stuff like that. Anyway, it's just a, <laughs> it's a cool place. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We loved, we loved being there. It was, it was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, for all things Luxembourg, you can find us on social media everywhere and we'll be posting about that. You can also go watch the YouTube video and see a little bit of what we're talking about from Luxembourg, but, yeah. uh, connect with us that way. Tell us what you thought yes. of uh, the podcast and any advice you have. We were only there for a little bit. So right. any other tips that you have about Luxembourg, if you've been or know someone that's been, um, Throw us some comments and and tell us so that we can share with everybody.
1: Yes. I'm so glad you said that because the times that people have given us feedback and like shared things that they know, Mm -hmm. it's so helpful. Like we're not, you know we're not like we haven't traveled the world multiple times like we don't really know what we're doing (laughs) and so to get to hear from other people I think Lindsay Wallace was somebody who reached out and told us about Ireland and shared all the things that she loved about it because we were like man we really messed up with Ireland we don't really know what we're doing and we didn't we should have you know gone out to the country and stuff and she offered a lot of thoughts and I just really appreciated that so if you guys you know have any thoughts on Luxembourg send it our way because we really do want to go back and see yeah. the casements and so it would be, or case, case mates. Um so it'd be great to hear from you guys so, okay well, hope you guys get a chance to visit Luxembourg yourself in places like this that are much less traveled because life is short.
0: Wonder well.